<laughs> Stupid. What are you laughing at? Um, you know how I don't know if you know this, but Mexico released a they said they have a alien that's like a thousand years old. Oh no, I didn't know that. And it's like this triple duck like human being that just looks like someone's mom mummified. Oh, okay. Um, but they they're saying that it's an alien. Um, and then when I switched over, because I looked at your thing, you, I asked if you wanted me to read it, I switched over and it said it's real realized that the alien is cake or it's revealed that the alien is cake. Cake? Cake. It's a joke because you know that big show on Netflix? Is it cake? And they bring things out and people oh, guess if it's cake or not. That's funny. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts in that joke, but it's <laughs> why'd they release it? Because the US did. We released it? We no, yeah, we released uh information about UFOs. Oh, and so it Mexico's said, like, well, we got an alien. Yeah, we got a mummified alien. Exactly. That's cool. I honestly think that they should release all that information. I don't know why not, but at the same time, like, is it just because we don't know what it is? I'm assuming mm -hmm. it's because people will go, oh, it's aliens. We need to do X, Y, and Z, and it's really nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I just watched this uh, funny thing. It's not funny to the people of Ireland, or not Ireland, uh, Greenland, but these, this guy was at this beach and he just dug this huge hole. Oh, I saw that. Uh, did you? <laughs> Uh, the news was like oh it's a meteorite like a sign and all this other stuff they just hold news report on this stupid hole yeah i it was hysterical because i saw the tiktok of the guys like when you dig a hole and it makes the news <laughs> <laughs> and the um scientist guy is so into it oh i know well that's what it, it comes down to like someone studies something they see a connection and they drive all these connections into like one story mm -hmm. which is what we we always talk about the stories are what sells and the stories are what stick for a long time like that's why a long time ago when uh like christopher columbus we all have this idea of him for a long time and taught that because it was his autobiography he just wrote his own book and said this yeah. is what i did and everyone's like yep sure no one else wrote anything Mm -hmm. it sounds like a good story yeah why not believe him <laughs> yeah that's why you should always write your own story yeah i am the best artist in the world yes and you are persecuted because you are a woman it's true she's a woman <laughs> just like the advisor in mulan <laughs> yeah <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Miss Art World podcast. I'm your host Catherine with my co-host Samuel. What up Art World? This very early morning. Yes. It normally yes. takes me a while to get my brain going. And it's not even that early. It's only nine. <laughs> <laughs> I read that your brain is actually more awake and like does better in the morning. Not your brain specifically, but like people. <laughs> you read an article about my brain. <laughs> but uh, maybe that's not true for you. I I feel like um, I've 
trained my body for so long to like because you grew up in a big we grew up in a big house so like in order to have alone time where you just like hang out and do whatever you wanted you had to stay up later than everyone else and then that went all the way through college where you stay up to like four o'clock just like doing homework or watching tv or just like hanging out and then it once you become a real adult and everything has to be woken up at like seven it was a very hard change to be like oh man it's seven o'clock is not fun no well and then with your new baby on the way it's gonna be even worse because they'll wake up at 5 30 or 4 30 if you're my son and just yell at you and smack you in the face <laughs> like go to bed child well, I went to, I'm trying to, uh, and I just started, so I don't know how long it's going to last. I just started to try to uh, go to bed earlier. And because the I got to wake up. Noble pursuit. Yeah, the noble <laughs> pursuit of going to bed early. All right. So I, <laughs> sent you a few different articles that we're going to talk about um, and see what, see which one piques your interest. Let's talk uh, about, I know you sent me some. Let's talk because I feel like uh, it's such a big topic as for this year alone. Let's talk about the AI article. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's probably the one that I know the least about because it was just something that popped up on my Instagram that I sent over. But I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> the judges ruled that uh, AI art isn't copyright. Like you can't copyright AI art because the AI did it and... Uh, a human a human being has to be able to do it to have it like it be copyrighted so you can rip off as much ai art which makes sense because ai art is ripping off other people yeah it's just taking what it knows from what humans have made and reproducing art in a little bit different way yeah and maybe not even a different way like it's there's a lot of elements where it literally rips off what it sees online and just copy and paste it and then in it and then add something different around mm -hmm. it. So, yeah, a federal judge in Washington, D.C. ruled Friday that artwork generated by artificial intelligence is not eligible for copyright protection because it lacks human involvement, reaffirming a March decision um, of the U.S. Copyright Office. The ruling is the first in the U.S. to establish boundaries on legal protections for AI-generated art, whose immense popularity mm. has opened a legal, a new legal uh, frontier dictating for better or worse by assessment of um, originality the decision to deny the grant copyright protection is to an artwork created by computer scientist Stefan Thaler using Creative Machine, an AI system of his own design. Howard wrote that her motion for the courts declined to recognize copyright in creative works was absent of human involvement. So we know that part. Oh, it comes from someone trying to, well, of course it has to come from someone trying to copyright, but it's as, it was that artist's own AI that did it? Yeah, it's their own uh, created AI system. Hmm. 
by a computer scientist, which is actually a very interesting. It because is because it's not like I just went into Bard and yeah, or ChatGPT or mm-hmm. what's the other one? Uh, Bard. I know it's it's Bard, ChatGPT, and there's something else. Oh, uh, Uber eats AI. <laughs> Uber eats AI. <laughs> it creates the best artwork. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's eating. Because talking about AI and eating, have you seen um, online all the people making fun of how AI doesn't understand how humans eat spaghetti? <laughs> it just is a bunch of pictures of humans trying to eat spaghetti, but it, they it like has it really has no idea how humans actually eat spaghetti because the some are like pouring it on their face like water <laughs> or like eating it with their hands. The AI is doing that? Yeah, the AI makes art of someone eating spaghetti. That's so funny. That's hysterical. It really is. You should, uh, if you're that creative with your time, you should add uh, things on the zoo or on the, um, cut this whole episode out. (laughs) (laughs) Cut me reading. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe Um, nine o'clock is too early. (laughs) It's way too early. Uh, YouTube. On your YouTube one, you had pictures of the spaghetti art. Well, and it's so funny because um, trying to teach someone how to eat spaghetti is like nearly impossible too. Like, <laughs> <Is> it <laughs> it just doesn't compute. Yeah, that's a difficult one. Uh, uh, I, how do you I teach honestly, someone to eat spaghetti? You just let them figure it out, I think. Okay, you don't think it's as watching you as you like twirl your fork around and eat it? Yeah, yeah. Well, but they, if they're little, they don't know how to twirl it. So they're just mm-hmm. like struggling. I didn't know that you're supposed to cut spaghetti for children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you have like SpaghettiOs. Oh, yeah. Well, very small, mm-hmm. non chokeable. Non- yeah, that makes sense. But then you don't get funny uh, videos of them struggling trying to eat <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> um, It is interesting that it's the person's own ai that they made i kind of feel like this will change i do too and i i think if you're using the mainstream ones and uh, maybe we just don't know enough about ai maybe if you it maybe it's all connected so his so-called like making his own ai isn't necessarily making his own ai but putting in uh, a program that he wrote to change the AI output a little bit and then putting in his own prompts. Yeah, where but it's I not guess... his complete own AI system. He's using it, he's using some base form. Well, and isn't it, isn't it very similar to how the other AIs are? And maybe that's exactly what you were just saying. Like other AI. A other AIs like Bard and Google, they take what people have already done. Even though this guy's made his own, he's still taking what other people have already done to produce mm-hmm. his own. So it's still, yeah. I, I think it would have to be something along the lines of you input your artwork over and over and over again. So just the AI system that you've created only knows your art. That would and then be cool. You have it re- render your art with 
a feeling that you're supposed to, I don't know, or some kind of meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. So it comes up with something different, but who knows? I think it, I agree with you. I think it will change over time, but I think it'll be very like worded in such a way that it has to hit these boxes. Mm -hmm. I was reading an article that I was thinking about bringing um, to talk, but decided against it. But uh, Richard Prince, which is an artist that Gagosian uh, represents, it has a lawsuit right now. And we've talked about him before. He's a photographer, but he uses other people's uh, photography and takes them and then like changes it and then says it's his own artwork now so he mm -hmm. that's how he creates his own artwork from other artists work so a lot of times he gets sues and, and there's um, a lawsuit right now that the judge actually sided with Gagosian and Prince because the artist that was suing them for Prince's use of his work his artwork in question hadn't sold so the judge was like it doesn't matter if he uses your work because you haven't lost any financial um uh, financial shoot let me just bring it up that's not cool i he, he hasn't lost any money due to his artwork because he's not a famous artist yeah so That's he's like awful. your artwork hasn't sold. Ruling. Um so it's basically saying if you have if you're have more money and more status, you can rip off anyone. A hundred percent. It's yeah. it's what um you know there's certain comedians that have gotten in trouble or looked down upon because they will go to open mic nights and steal people's premises or jokes. Yeah, and if those people aren't getting paid. Like if they're doing a free night mm -hmm. and no one's paying them to do their art or to do their jokes, then the judge would be like, well, you haven't lost any money yeah, for it's your work. So way too much. The capitalist mindset. In that ruling, I feel. Yeah. Never mind that the uh, artist. Actually made um the work and a yeah. lot of art doesn't sell so does that mean i could just rip off all these artists that aren't selling their work yes photographer that's suing him this time is donald graham richard prince does look like he's a uh, he steals people's <laughs> art or evicts people just going off a exactly he, he kind of looks like a creepy white man yes um, but the it was the suit was filed in 2015 um and it's one photo it's untitled but it showcases a uh, man crouched over smoking a joint mm -hmm. so prince took that photo featured it um like took a screenshot of that photo and then changed it altered it mm -hmm. um and then posted it on instagram and now has incorporated it into his own work that has a new show coming up um at Gagosian. oh but man the... that's hard though Ooh, yeah because that that 
it goes both ways. But I do agree that if he's selling the art, he you always should give a nod to the person you're using inspiration from. Yeah. I, I think we've had conversations like that before where if the artist is just blatantly stealing it and there's no nod or writing about where it comes from, then you are doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Or I feel like um, kind of like Weird Al, just ask. Maybe they'll be like, oh, yeah, Richard Prince, of course you can. Yeah. Um, but if they say no, but then they'll be like, oh, but well, Weird Al also only goes and asks the people that are rich and famous already. He's not going and asking songs of no one knows. That's true. That's true. So the so people the, already know what the song is supposed to sound like. Yeah. Or look like. So the judge said untitled had not sold since Gagosian first purchased it. And so the judge, um, Stein, decided that the decision rested on indirect and unrealized profits or money that the gallery would have brought in and had worked or money that the gallery would have brought in had the work found a buyer. He said that there was no not enough evidence that the potential work would have brought in profit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of sad. It'd be like, yeah, I don't know if your artwork would have sold. So nope. Yeah, that is too bad. Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> it looks like, yeah, you're right. He gets sued all the time. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what his art is the art of being sued maybe um do you remember samuel i'm sure you do so for our listeners samuel and i went to uh miami basil yeah, yeah. are we going again are you gonna I, do another piece that'd be great i need to apply. do it this year do it this year all right they're actually going they have a show now at the actual basil mm. mm-hmm um, so we went, I had a show there, um, or I had a piece in a show and one of the two people that run that show, do you remember the guy behind the bar with the hat who is also mm -hmm. an artist? Yes. Um, his work, uh, kind of plays with famous people. And so he pretended to be Justin Bieber and yes. do a bunch of, yeah, I so, do. And he got sued or got a stop and assist from Justin Beaver's Yeah. Group. Okay. You already know all this. But tell, keep going. So yeah, he he pretended to be Justin Beaver uh, and approached galleries and said that he was Justin Beaver and this was his work. And so they had a show of Justin Beaver's work, but it wasn't actually him. So Justin mm -hmm. Beaver had a cease and desist go out to him and that he was going to be sued and so it just but that's it, the point of, the of his art yeah mm -hmm. his art was to see how far he can get because people say they look at justin beaver so how far could he get without them actually taking credentials yeah because it's not like he made a fake id or anything he just walked in and said i'm justin beaver <laughs> and <sighs> That notion right there is insane that he 
he could just walk up and say that because I understand he look he looks a little bit like him, but not yeah. entirely. Like when he said that, I was like, oh, I could I can kind of see that, but I understand maybe the older art community doesn't follow that group, but even typing in the name, I just typed in <laughs> Richard Prince to look him up and I got images of him. Mm-hmm. So you could easily do that and just ask for ID, like, hey, I'm we would love to showcase your art, but can I please get uh, some form of identification? Are they terrified that if it is actually Justin Bieber, that uh, he'd be like offended? I I do think so. I think there's enough. You hear a lot of horror stories of how um, actors and people are portrayed, um, especially in movies. And that's kind of how we perceive it, where how dare you ask who I am? Don't you know who I am just by looking at me? But I think most of the time when someone of status is there, they're not trying to throw their weight around as much as it's portrayed as they are. They're, you know, people. And if they are trying to throw their weight around, they're having a bad day or (laughs) they're not very nice. Yeah. Or they have that reputation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, Uh, you don't have a lot of stories of Justin Bieber being an asshole necessarily he he might have been young but at a certain point where he's just not going around going like i'm putting up my art you better fill my heart up or i'm not gonna do this the artist name is brian andrew whiteland Mm -hmm. w-h-i-t-e-l-e-y if you guys want to look him up but interesting work for sure yeah uh that was a interest. So they have a gallery space that's at Basel, mm-hmm. and they're just going to have it run through. They well, they don't have. It's very similar to what we did. So they aren't actually in the convention center, the big main exhibit space. Yeah. Um, but they're like a few blocks away. They've rented a storefront and have their okay. Um, which is awesome because performance art does need its own area because the one time I was there at Basel the main building is very commercialized I guess to to put it nicely like very commercialized very you have to sell art Um, it's cool to go there and see some of the pieces because they do have very expensive pieces there or like well-known pieces but at the same time I feel like you would get more out of going to an art museum than you would going through the main part because it's more people selling things. And you don't, there was other places that we went in that area that were, you can meet the artist and you could talk to the artist or you can get a little more info on the art of the artist's work. And that seemed more personable to me or something I liked more. I wasn't trying to, I'm not an art seller or buyer so I yeah. didn't need to go through the main area. So, and if you're not buying art, they don't want to. Talk, they don't want to. They don't want to talk to you at all. They're kind of me- like mean about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels very convention center boosty. Mm-hmm. Cool art. It is very cool art. But I told yeah. some uh, lady to f off there. So <laughs> it was cool art. Yeah, you, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You were at like a 
I was at an AI, it was an AI art exhibit where you could like take a picture and you could scan the code and her code wasn't scanning. And she thought I was stopping her code from scanning Mm -hmm. because I scanned the code and it came up on my end. Mm -hmm. So she thought I took her art and I was like, girl. F off. You were like, girl, you were like, (laughs) F you lady. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I sound more nice about it now, but I was very irritated at her. I was like, you stupid lady. Lady. Well, the art scene is very pretentious, I think. They are. A lot of nice people in the art world, but our listeners are all nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Good. Goodbye, art world. (laughs) Bye. Bye.